When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. It's great to be with you all tonight. Thank you for joining us. Got a lot to cover this evening. The Raiders got a 30 to 6 win in the first uh, game for Coach Antonio Pierce. Um, a lot of things we've got to get into that we want to analyze and address. And at the end, I've got a few things I want to address. Just questions from you, the fans, and some things that I think are important to comment on about a lot of reports that are circling around the team, and I'll get to all those at the end. Um, it was the best performance by the Raiders all year, without a doubt. I mean, they got, first of all, the offense hadn't got to 20 points all year. They got to 30 tonight. Um, any of you that read, we have a live game thread analysis and update article that as the games are going on, we're constantly presenting information to you. And many of you are aware of my rule of five. And the rule of five is something I was taught by coaches. I don't remember the percentage right off the top of my head, but I believe it's over 90% of the time. If you can win the rule of five, you'll win your football game. Now, here's the rule of five. If you have eight sacks and you give up seven, you're plus one. If you have three turnovers and you give up two, that's plus one. And combined, they're at plus two. Tonight, the Raiders clearly got to the... um the rule of five and they won it. And this is the team um, that Raider fans have been looking for. I asked Antonio Pierce after the game, I said, you played as a tough, scrappy player 
And this team in four days clearly took on your identity. And I'm assuming that's what you want. He says, absolutely it is. In fact, if you didn't watch that video, I posted videos um, from Antonio Pierce, Aiden O'Connell, Greg Van Roten, and Nate Hobbs that you can go watch when this one's over. Um, And so you saw tonight several things that I want to talk about. Clearly, this is an offense that um, has talent but is not a dominating offense. Has plenty of weapons. I've been telling you all year that I think the offensive line is good enough. Do I think it's the best in the league? Of course I don't. Not close. But I think it's good enough. I think it's got some players that are good on it. And um, <clears throat> you've got weapons at wide receiver. I think you have weapons at tight end, weapons at running back. Um. So there's certainly weapons there. I thought Bo Hart agreed, the new offensive coordinator, in four days. What a phenomenal job that he did. Um, I'm going to have an article coming later this week about taking you inside everything that went down. You may remember I did that with an article with Derek Carr. Um, I've done it with some other articles. I'm going to be bringing you that, um, how Antonio Pierce got the job. Um, there were two people internally that they were considering, but Antonio was by far the first choice. First choice, and um, but we're going to talk about that. What it is about him that they liked, um, and we're going to go through the process how they begin to change. Now, there's a couple things. Um, they did not have to use all of the changes tonight. Now, let me tell you why that is a big deal, because there's a lot of games on this schedule left that you can look at and go, if you're being honest, that's a loss. Okay. I think both chief games. Now, anything can happen in a rivalry, but if you're looking at where the Raiders are, I think, and you're being fair, which I'm not a fan. My job is to be fair. I expect the Raiders to lose both chief games. I expect them to lose. Um, I expect them to lose against Miami. Okay. So that takes them right now to four and eight. Okay, they've got a game against the Chargers, the Broncos, the Colts, the Jets. Okay, that would take them to, you know, eight and eight. And then there's a crucial, obviously, ninth game. Who wins that? What happens? So then, and the big one, and, and how this whole thing would go down. But I think what you did see tonight is in four days, Bo Hardegree was able to almost revolutionize the offense. Imagine what he's going to do with a full week this week. And I, and I can tell you, um, I know that he's already back working on next week already tonight, the, you know, the Jets and all that. So I think you're going to see more, but because there's stuff in the playbook that they didn't have to pull out this week, it just helps them that much more that they have on the table for next week. That's a very big development. Um, the offense sputtered in the second half a little bit. It wasn't as effective as it was in the first half. That's factual. Um, but it wasn't, I'm not saying it was terrible. It just, it sputtered some. And I even at one point tweeted, you'd like to see a little bit more not being, you know, greedy. You just want to see it. But one thing I think that stood out tonight, and there were several, Antonio Pierce is going to coach the way he played. He told Bo and he told Aiden, I don't want you playing afraid. Now, 
couple players told me, and I'm going to get into this more in my article later next week about taking you inside the transition that he talked about, boys, we're in Vegas. In Vegas, we're playing with house money. And none of us are promised next year. Let's just go play. Let's go win. And um, it was a smoke-filled locker room. In fact, in the the press conference room is um, down a ways from the locker room. And um, they're connected through back ways, but they're, they're not next to each other. And in that room, you could smell the cigars. And uh, it was really funny because Raider Nation tonight, first of all, they just showed up. This place was so loud. Um, was not the loudest that I've heard when they beat the Chargers to go to the playoffs and, and kick the Chargers out was the loudest. But this was the second loudest I've ever heard this place. Um, a ton of Raider fans. I would say 90-10 is my guess. Now I'm up in the press box. I'm not down in the crowd, but I'm I'm going to tell you it was 90-10. In my opinion, could have been 80-20. I'm just giving you what I think. But it was a great Raider crowd. And you saw a team that played physical. I don't know what shows up on the TV for you guys. So I apologize if you saw it and I'm being redundant to your eyes. This was a physical football game. The Raiders were hitting. Uh, the offensive line was just beating up the Giants tonight. Um, very interesting. I thought um, Colton Miller had a tremendous game. I thought... Um, Greg Van Roten had a great game. I thought Andre James had a great game. Um, just and, and and others played well too. I'm not I'm not saying no one else in the offensive line did, but those are guys that just stood out to me. And when I say great, I, I keep a notebook literally right next to me, and I'm taking notes as the entire game goes on. And when I start to where I have more positive plays than negatives written written down, and it's four or five more. I consider that a great game, and I and that's what we saw tonight from those guys. The physicality was the first thing. This was old school Raider football. They they beat some guys up tonight. Um, Max picked up three sacks. I will tell you, um, the Raiders got um, eight sacks total, and the Raider offense gave up none. Um, and it wasn't because Bo held, I mean, because Aiden held the, got rid of the ball quick. He did, but there were times he had to hold it and there was no problem. There was a 50 yard bomb to Trey Tucker. And uh, I loved what Aiden, I mean, when Antonio was asked about it, he's like, did you see the offensive line? Those are things um, that are contagious. Um, I at one point tweeted, are you watching the engagement? And I don't know what you get to see at home. But if you're watching the engagement of Antonio and players are coming off the field, players hugging him and him hugging guys and um, guys would make a mistake and you'd, you'd see him go over. It was it was it was refreshing um, to see a coach that was showing emotion. And 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 I certainly don't think that it didn't matter to Josh, but his lack of emotion I've talked about and I'll talk more about in my article next week. but. It hurt him. Um, you may remember a couple of weeks ago, I think it was after the Patriot game, I told you how a player tweeted, I mean, texted me and said, it was great to win this game for Josh. And I alluded it to you this week in my uh, podcast, but 
on Wednesday after practice, that same player, and I'm going to use different language, but basically said, it's almost as if we didn't win. He's lose or win. He's just the same guy. It's the process, the process, the process. In fact, it was that player's text that had me ask the question, which hundreds of thousands you've heard me ask. After the Bears game, I said to Josh McDaniels, when your process isn't working, do you get rid of it, alter it, or stay the course? Um, and Antonio was fired up tonight. He was involved. He was engaged. You could see his emotion when a bad play happened. He was the play, the coach reminiscent of the player. He didn't let a good or bad play affect the next one. And he was just a super good calming inference. There was a, a point in the second half where the offense has stalled a little bit. And I tweeted out about needing to see some more. And you watched him go over and grab some guys. And then, bam, the Raiders go down. And and uh, as, as you know, they ended up scoring. But that was the big thing was the physicality. Number two was the emotion. It's tangible. You could, you, you could literally see it. Um, I know some of you are like, oh, no, how come on? You could, it was tangible. The guys were having fun. Uh, I'm going to go back to that player. And I alluded to it earlier this week, but who was excited for Josh when they won the Pat, the Patriots game. And then on Wednesday, you know, he told me, I love Josh. I have no issues with him. He says, but how do you not care? You just beat your old team. How is it just the same? And he said, we make a lot of money, but we also risk our lives with CTE and injury and everything else. If there's a lot of us that aren't just playing for the money, and if we're not, it's got to be a game. It's got to be fun. And I think that that and um, hurt Josh. In fact, I wrote about it last year in the story about the divorce with Derek Carr, that he was hard on everybody, including himself, but he was hard on everybody. And that, and it's kind of like parents who parent out of fear. And what I mean by fear is they want to put instill fear in their children. You, you can't parent that way and be a successful parent. Um, you know, there has to be joy. I remember one time when I was getting ready to be a father, the first piece of advice that I got was, Make sure your kids enjoy their childhood. My father was a tremendous father, same way. He made sure, was my father um, quick to discipline? Of course he is, because who you love, you discipline. But he made life fun. Same principle here um, in football. And, and I think you saw that with Antonio. I said before the game, this is a nine-week, and there's really 10 because of the bye, but a 10-week job interview for Antonio. And clearly, if this was the first one, he did really well. Mark Davis came strutting into the Allegiant tonight, and he should be. Fans were cheering for him, thank him. He was the most popular guy in probably the Western United States tonight. Um, by the way, new haircut looked good. and uh, But it was just good to see them and to see the players respond. Amik Robertson, he gets another INT. Nate Hobbs gets another INT. And you just saw this team um, reflective of their head coach. Now, 
Again, plenty of issues on offense. They only had four days, but still there's only going to be so much that they can fix. I, I was a little disappointed at, and in fact, I just quit reading tweets because some people were like, oh, it's only the Giants. Where's this pen all year? Okay, I get it. I get it. I understand it. You're disappointed. But this franchise is far from great. Enjoy the victories you get. They're going to win next week. I do believe that, which will get them to 500. And your team's having fun, and you never know what's going to happen when you're playing with house money. You punch somebody, you get a turnover, you, you hang in a game that you shouldn't, and all of a sudden the other team starts to press, and you get an upset. Great. But it was a good win. And in the National Football League or at any level, you never apologize for a win. And the majority of fans were having a ball. It was so much fun being in this stadium tonight. Um, again, it's been since the Charger game when they won and went to the playoffs where the fans were having a blast beginning to end. They were so loud. Owners having a blast. Players were having a blast. And I, I tell you this all the time. I'm not a fan, but I root for good people. In this organization, starting with Mark Davis, who I think is a good man, all the way down to the janitorial staff, good people, players, management. There's so many really good people. And I root for good people. I want good people to do well. And so it's exciting to watch that. I think you guys really deserve tonight. Um, Max Crosby Venmoed a couple of the equipment staff, and they went and bought cigars last night. So, again, Max was the supplier, and he talked about, hey, Everyone knows about my addiction issues, not, but this is cigars. <laughs> and he wanted everybody to know that. But it was just, it was a great environment. And you may say, well, they shouldn't be smoking cigars and after beating the lowly giants. Okay. But it's a new day. It's a new start. And I look at life through a glass half full and not glass half empty. This isn't a great franchise. It's been great. And I think today could be the first step in the franchise getting there. I'm certainly rooting for Antonio Pierce. I hope he does well enough to keep the job. Champ Kelly to me is a no brainer. I, I, I will be shocked if Champ Kelly does not get the general manager's job. I'll be shocked. Doesn't mean he will. I just know how highly Mark thought of him. Um, and I know how respected he is around the national football league. And, uh, uh, so I think he's got the inside track. Remember what I talked about the other day, the movie Taps. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's a classic starring George C. Scott, Sean Penn, Tom Cruise, um, a bunch of other great actors. But the one thing that Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly have is they're in the chairs. They're here and others aren't. That's a big deal. Very big deal. So let's talk about Bo Hardigree for a minute. Um, I want to be careful what I talk about because some things they didn't have to use today. And I have no desire to give a schematic advantage to the Jets. Mm -hmm. But um, I thought he, I, some would say he simplified the plan. I, I don't know that I would say it, that he simplified it. He changed it to things that Aiden does well. So you could call that simplification, but he still had to change things. And I thought Aiden O'Connell was really good. Let's just go over his stats tonight. 
Um, he was 16 of 25 for 209 yards with a rating of 90.2. Um, Josh Jacobs had 98 yards and at the end lost a yard, a couple of yards, but he was over 100. I'm going to call it 100 even though he wasn't. He was at 98. Um, Jacoby Myers had one for 17 yards. Uh, Amir Abdullah, eight yards. Trey Tucker, four. Zamir White, negative two on four. But Devontae Adams had seven targets. He caught four for 34 yards. Um, Trey Tucker, three targets, caught two. Um, Jacoby Myers, five targets, caught two. And again, just went down the line. Several different, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight Raiders caught passes. So Aiden distributed the ball to eight different people, um, which I thought was really, really good. A.J. Cole was, he has emerged this year as the best punter in the National Football League. It's not even close. It's literally not even close. Daniel Carlson feeling better. Um, continued to just strike the football. And uh, he did very well, obviously. He did super good with field goals. So let's dig in now and talk about the defense. Now, we know the Giants were not good. And um, I'm going to tell you, Daniel Jones played scared and then got hurt, which there was a first sack by Max where he just kind of went down ginger, not gingerly hurt, just gingerly like almost playing scared. Then he got injured. Then they had to go to um, their backup guy, and they did not have a third emergency quarterback today. If their quarterback had got injured, oof, that would have been brutal. Um, and so we know that the Giants are not the Chiefs. We know they're not the Dolphins. We know they're not the Chargers. We know they're not a lot. But it was a win, and you never apologize for a win in the National Football League. Antonio Pierce won and all. And you saw this team begin to develop an identity. Now, I'm going to be getting into more this week on what that identity is going to look like moving forward. I want to address a couple of other things. Now, you have to understand, I am totally in the bubble when I'm doing my job and I'm really fixed in on the Raiders. I very rarely will comment on other people's reporting. So, for example, the other day, someone was saying that Devontae Adams asked for a trade. And I didn't know that somebody was saying it. Just several people are kept on Twitter or email. Hey, I'm hearing Devontae wanted a trade. And I'm like, who? how are they hearing this? I just made a phone call. No, not true at all. Um, I don't report on other people's reporting. And I want to give you a reason why. Several years ago, I had a head coach tell me, I'm going to remove that player from my roster in a couple months. And he gave me the day of when he was going to remove him. He said, so I'm going to get rid of him because I had a rather damaging story about the player. And he said, listen, no, no reason hurting the player. I'm going to get rid of him before the season. I said, okay. And they said, you can just report. You don't think he'll be here. And if I keep him, you can go on and say, I was your, I was your source. You can blast me for lying to you and then do your story. 
I said, great. So I started reporting. I don't think this player is going to be back with the team. Another media member who I widely respect, widely, um, went to the player and said, hey, there's a report. You're going to maybe leave the team. The player's like, I'm not going anywhere. So the player did, the media guy did their job and reported it. Now, the guy didn't lie. That's what the player told him. But I knew what the coach had told me. And then the day came and the player was cut and we moved on. That's why I don't comment on other people's reporting because you never know who they talk to. And I genuinely believe in people. Um, I'm going to address because there's so many things now that are out there. Some I know not to be truthful. Some I I know to be kind of truthful, but with a little bit different um, spin on it. And I don't know that spin is even the right word. And then some I just haven't heard. So let me give you one. I reported and I 100% stand by my reporting because I know who told me and I know who confirmed it that the Raiders, when they found out they were not going to get Tom Brady circled back um, and tried to gauge the interest of Derek Carr of staying with the regime, staying with the Raiders. Let me tell you a couple of things there. Okay. I know who told me and I know who confirmed it. There was concern that if Derek wanted to come back, that maybe Mark Davis wouldn't let him. Okay. But, 100% factual reporting. So another media entity, uh, Raiders Beat, picked up on my story and wrote an article about it, which I appreciate them doing. And uh, someone just said to Vic Taffer, hey, what do you think of this report that the Raiders circled back? And Vic said, not true. Now, I'm going to tell you a couple of things. People, oh, Vic called you. Vic didn't call me out. And let me tell you something. Vic Taffer is my personal friend, and he's a very good journalist, and he's a good friend. He's a great guy. And uh, there was no, because he knows who he spoke to. Him and I were laughing and joking about it today in the press box. And I will just say, he knows who I talked to now, and he knows who confirmed it. Okay? No. I know why he said it, and I don't blame him. But it, he didn't even know that I'm the one who had reported it. So there's no, none of this. He's a great guy, great reporter, and he's a great guy. I'm, I'm proud to call him a friend and a colleague. So there was no reason to report on it. And I 100% stand by the story. Again, I know who told me, and I know who confirmed it. And, uh, but see, that's why you don't ever, plus, why go after people? That's stupid. Life's too short. I'm too busy covering the team every day, giving you the best information that I know and getting it to you. Now, I know there are times that people say, man, Honda, like somebody tweeted tonight and they weren't being a jerk. Now that McDaniels and Ziegler are gone, you need to just go after them. Okay. That's not my who I am. You know, I always laugh at people. You know, I was asking the tough questions. I was saying the people are frustrated. The players are frustrated with Josh. I was saying all that. So I'm not going to have to ship in a ton more information now that they're gone. The other thing you want to be careful of is people with agendas. I'll give you an example. So when someone gives me 
inside information. Here is what I tell them. If what you tell me is proven to be untruthful, I am going to say what I reported was wrong and this was my source. I tell that to everybody right up front. Okay. So if, so let's talk about this there and I'm not going to get into a bunch of detail because I'm going to write about it later this week, but there was a report today. I have not seen the report and I have not heard the report. I know uh, who I'm told reported it. And I know that he's very connected with players and with agents. And I know that the people I know who he and I know personally told me he's very reputable. So I'm not naming them and not going after anybody, but, and I haven't heard his reporting. So it wouldn't be fair. I do know that after the Thursday meeting, which I told you guys last week, I would address. And I did. I told you before the lions game, I'll address on Tuesday, the meeting. And I did do that on Tuesday. Like I told you, um, after the, the Raiders meeting, um, when which Josh McDaniels asked Antonio to speak, um, I am, well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to go watch the report and I'll write about it later this week. Okay. What I've been told, the report says, differentiates in some interesting ways with what I know happened from people there. And there wasn't very many people in that meeting. But it doesn't mean a person's wrong. They can be told by an agent. They could be told by a player that had an agenda. You may remember, if you go back to my reporting, I knew of two players on this team that did not like Josh McDaniels. So you never know where angles come from. So I always look at something. First thing is, is when a person gives me information, if I report it, it's proven to be untrue, I'm going to name you, number one. If not, I'll never name you, no matter what. But number two is I look at what does this person have to gain? Is this a person that's ever given me something before and been 100% correct? What's Could they have an angle? Not because they're liars. There's a movie, if you haven't seen it, um, I believe it's called Dead Poet Society yeah. with Robin Williams, where he's teaching a class. And he has everybody in his class describe a, a room and then get on his desk. And sometimes perspective. So I look at stuff like that absolutely for sure. So let me go back to the Derek Carr story. I know who told me that they circled back to talk with Derek, but by that time he'd already talked to teams. He knew there was other interest and wasn't interested in coming back. I know who confirmed the story to me. I also know that I don't know that they could have sold that to Mark Davis. I just don't know that. Okay. So there you go. A um, couple of other things that, but so the meeting and all the transition, I'm going to be addressing later this week, but um, I'm told it's a report by Jay Glazer, who I know to be a man of integrity and a good man. So again, I haven't seen the report. That wouldn't be fair to Jay for me to comment, but it's totally fair for me to tell you. I think Jay is a man of integrity. Um, I just know what people have told me what was reported. Um, I know from people that were there what I was told. And so I'll share all that later this week. Right now is not the time we're talking about a win, but I will be discussing that. I am going to also get into um, who they looked at as the possible interim 
um, coach. Um, I'm also going to address the issues. Did I, did I, was there any chance that Dave Ziegler could have kept the job? Again, not because I'm champ Kelly's going to do great. I hope he gets it just so you guys can go back in the room and, and find out how the whole thing went down. We're going to get into all that later this week, but I think for tonight, you celebrate a win. You celebrate physicality. You celebrate a team that's back having fun. The fans were having fun. I thought, well, Mark Davis, if you really want to know the truth, um, I like him a lot. And it's been a while since I thought he was having fun being a Raiders owner. And you may remember I talked about wanting you, Raider Nation, to get a win, get something to feel good about. And I mentioned Mark. And and I know this. You can be critical of some decisions that Mark Davis has made. There's nothing wrong with that. I think he would look back and be critical of several decisions, not one or two, but several. It doesn't mean he doesn't care. It doesn't mean that this doesn't matter to him. And I think tonight he showed that it matters. I think tonight he, I mean, this week, I think he showed everybody, I don't care about the money. I just want to win. And I know there's nothing that would mean more to him. I truly believe what I'm about to tell you. If you said to him, your net worth is $7 billion. It's just six or 7 billion, whatever, whatever it is. I don't even know. I'm just pulling a number up. Would you trade it for a Super Bowl? I absolutely think he'd be like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, he's, he's, he is such a strong will to win. And uh, I think he deserves a big credit tonight. And I thought the way Nave Raider Nation treated him um, over the last couple of weeks, you've seen some, some Raider fans calling him out in public. And I said, this, that's just not my style. I think there's ways to do things. There was one guy, I think his name was Vegas Ralph, who was at the Aces thing. And I think he handled it well. If it's not, if his name wasn't Vegas Ralph, I apologize, but I, he was classy. He didn't go after Mark. He wasn't, you know, cussing him out. I have no issues with that. Mark's a public figure. It was a public situation. I thought some that screaming at him and swearing at him, and there were people who flipped him the bird. I mean, come on, grow up. But I thought when Mark walked in tonight and the fans were cheering him and yelling him, thank you. It was a good moment for Mark. And I was proud for him. And I was happy for him because he is a good guy. So a lot of things coming that I'm going to be addressing. Um, but tonight, you saw a different Raider team. Are they complete? No. Do I expect them to get to the playoffs? No. But are is this a team that had hope? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, I'm going to get into all the reasons about the firing, but I think um, it was good to see the players back with hope and it wasn't, okay, great, you made a play, stick to the process. It was, man, you made a play, and rah, rah. It was just, they were loose. And I go back and remind you what that player told me. You know, we risk our lives, and yeah, we make a lot of money, but 
you don't want players playing just to make money. You want them to play because it's a game and that's fun. So complete recap, Raiders did it. They took care of business. They went in, they got the W, and they won. And it's a good day in Raider Nation. They're four and five, fixing to probably be five and five. You know, at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider, uh, we're going to be offering you full bore now into the Jets. Starting tomorrow, we're into the Jets. And looking ahead, and Raider Nation, I think tonight you deserve the extra scoop of ice cream or however you celebrate. You deserve it. This is your team. And you got an owner that listens to you. You got an owner that cares. You got players tonight that are happy. You got players tonight that are excited to get back in that building to go after it. Hope is back. Man, I love hope. One of my favorite things in life is to talk about faith. And, and we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for. And, and you can't have faith till you got hope. And there's hope now. Does this team think they're going to a Super Bowl? No. But there's a hope now. The light at the end of the tunnel isn't a train coming to fix and to run me over. There's hope. And hope can grow into faith, and faith can move mountains, man. And it's fun. I hope you enjoy it tonight. I just want to give one other note. Uh, you people are amazing. And I try to once a week um, just take a minute and thank all of you. It's a privilege to cover this team. I don't have to be the beat writer. I get to. And tens of thousands of you are following and, and subscribing and sharing with everybody all the information. Um, I think today, somewhere around 15 or 16 pieces of um, fresh Raider content from locker rooms to podcasts to articles to scouting reports, our staff. And you guys make this a great, great job. And I never want to take you, you for granted. I know there's a lot of places for you to get your information and I'll never take you for granted. So I just want to tell you, thank you. I appreciate you listening, reading, watching, subscribing, following, sharing, whatever you do. And the complete recap is you didn't score 20 points offensively all year. And tonight you banged out 30. It's got to feel good for you. So go enjoy it. Have a good time. From Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, I'm Hondo Carpenter. From all of our staff to you guys, enjoy the win. God bless you. We'll see you back here in Vegas tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.